keep talking. All right, Jacob Westendorf is with me, all right, from Gaymon, Wisconsin. What is up, man? How you doing tonight? It's a beautiful day. It's uh, sun. Well, it's a Sunday night here, I guess, and we've got some snow on its way here to the Midwest, so that sucks. But, you know, Aaron Jones is a Green Bay Packer, so how, how upset can you really be? Dude, exactly. Today has been a while. Actually, like this last couple weeks, as far as football, Green Bay Packers football is concerned, it's been wild because like so many things have been happening, like with the restructures and all this stuff. But everyone, I'm on with Game On Wisconsin. If if you don't follow them on social media, Instagram, wherever, Game On Wisconsin is doing awesome stuff. Everyone knows that I was. I've been doing stuff with uh, Alex Strofe. He's from Game of Wisconsin. Jacob Westendorf also. A lot of great people in Game of Wisconsin. So I had to bring uh, Jacob on with me. And uh, let's talk about this because uh, Aaron Jones signs a four-year deal worth $48 million. And I, I know like some reports are coming out that it's actually a, potentially a $9.5 million a year deal. Uh up to $12 million. I, I, I'm not a cap guy, so I don't know. But, like, <laughs> all, like, in in uh, incentives or whatever. So, like, it's a, a team-friendly deal. Aaron's getting his money. I didn't think it was going to happen. So, I'll, I'll be the first to say I was wrong, so, so wrong. I didn't think it was going to happen. The, the, the smart people figured it out. They made it happen. I'm happy Aaron Jones is the Green Packer. How do you feel about this? Yeah. I mean, I come from, I'm like in the, I like try to play the middle ground, right? There's the analytics portion of Twitter that says never pay running backs ever, ever, no matter what you can stick me back there and everything would be fine. And then there's the football portion of Twitter that says he's a good player. So you keep him. I'm kind of in the middle. And I thought that Jones was somebody that they could find a way to replace. I wasn't sure if him signing a contract was going to cost them a chance at maybe Devonte Adams or Jair Alexander, but it certainly sounds like my new rule, and I instituted this today, is if Russ Ball and Brian Gutekunst are confident at what they can do, then I am confident because I am a firm believer. You just said earlier, you're not a cap guy. And there are some people that have better grips on that. I think that it is not possible for someone like you and I that doesn't work with the cap every single day to fully understand it. The Packers have cut two players, Christian Kirksey and Rick Wagner, and restructured a bunch of dudes to get to, well, I guess we don't know where they're at, but they were under the cap as of this morning, uh, according to the reports with Tom Silverstein and everybody like that. So they didn't do a whole lot, and they got under the cap, but now they're going to do a little bit more to get even more under the cap to try and add some more guys too. Oh, yeah. That is the thing. Like Everybody can listen to all experts and like follow people like me. Like I don't know shit, dude. I, I know so little. Like people don't like people who watch a lot of people who are watching right now are probably on Facebook, and like I don't I don't know anything. I I see people I see the smart people talking on Twitter, and then I repost it and I, I give them credit. I'm not stealing stuff, but like like I I don't know anything about the cap. Like I don't dude, I'm just a fan. Like so when it comes to the cap, like I I trust these guys so much because like they obviously know. You know what I mean? Like you like. If you go to like to get your car fixed, it's making a weird noise. Like you, you don't question them. You just like, hey, it's making this noise because of this. You're like, all right, then fix that. Make that not happen anymore. And that's kind of how it is. Like what what these guys like. I tweeted about it earlier. I said Russ Ball, he needs to help me with my finances <laughs> because mm-hmm. he obviously knows what he's doing. All right, I know he's pushing a lot of it. Out. I, I I know a little bit. I I I I understand like a, a little bit of it that he's pushing a lot of it out and he has faith that like next year, the salary cap is going to go up and, but these guys are working magic. All right. All across the league. These guys that you, you see all these teams doing it. You know what I mean? Like you, you see the tweets from the bears and they're doing it. I think the bears are really screwed it up though. I honestly do. Cause like they're pushing big contracts out there. Huge yep. contracts. The Packers got Preston Smith to cut his salary, which I love Preston Smith. Like, he's my guy. But Preston Smith cut his salary, but with incentives, he could actually make more, like just slightly more than he was already scheduled to make. So he basically bet on himself, and he helped the team doing it. So the, they got Aaron Jones. Uh, I, I'm hearing Zadarius Smith could sign a, 
an extension that would really help the Packers. And obviously they want to keep Zadarius long-term. Zadarius Smith did quite well the last two years. Facing like, their defense. Yeah, he's he's an absolute he, – he's a leader. He's doing big things. He's he He is the guy. All right, so if they can extend him, possibly Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers had an extension, I think, I, I believe before the 2020 season, 2000, between the 2019-2020 season, he extended himself. And, I like, that is, I think, up to the Packers if they want to extend him because that's a whole thing because Jordan Love, they drafted him. And if, if they extend Aaron Rodgers, that obviously puts a thing on that. Like, there's a whole thing going on with that, like, which is beyond my uh, – Knowledge, or not any knowledge, but it's my expertise. But I know that if they extend Aaron Rodgers, obviously Jordan Love is going to feel type of way about that. And if they don't, maybe Aaron Rodgers feels. I don't even know. But they're working magic over here. And I, I'm the one thing because you're, you're you're a host of the Jamal Williams show. Everyone in Packer Nation loves Jamal Williams, right? Jamal, How can I, you not? I, I I absolutely love Jamal Williams. He's like. Not even as a player, but just as a human being. Like, he's so awesome. He's such a great person. But, like, with this happening, Jamal Williams probably isn't going to be back. But I said Aaron Jones probably going to be back. So don't don't, don't listen to me because obviously I don't know. But uh, what do you think uh, about Jamal Williams? I probably – this is a tough spot because I know that you've had him on your show. But, like, what do you think? Is there a chance Jamal Williams is back? In your opinion? Probably not. That ship probably sailed today. And, and it makes me sad because, like you said, that's somebody that I've actually built a relationship with over the last year. We did a lot of good work at helping his charity raise some stuff for Christmas. Got to meet his family. They were great people. Jamal was awesome. I will say this to anybody who's watching this. Whatever team ends up with Jamal, whether that's Green Bay or elsewhere, you are getting an A++ person and player. Cannot say enough nice things about 30 uh, definitely appreciated his time here in, in green Bay. I bought his Jersey and I'm one of those people when they, when they get rid of guys or like if a guy leaves, I put that Jersey in like a closet or like put it away kind of thing. <laughs> Jamal's Jersey's hanging out. Cause that's the first guy that we've ever been able to do something like that with. And he, he was awesome all, all season. And he's a really good player too. I mean, that's the other thing that I don't want to get lost in the shuffle. This isn't just a sentimental thing. He's a really good football player. It's just, unfortunately there are choices that need to be made and, you know, the Packers have some needs at some other spots, which I'm sure we'll talk about to the point where signing both of those guys, you probably couldn't do that. Oh, yeah. See, and that's the thing you touched on, because we're going to talk about a lot of stuff. Maybe maybe, maybe take some calls. It depends on how much time Jacob has here. But all, uh, night, so. oh, all right. So, so <laughs> if you're watching, maybe maybe we'll take some calls here in a little bit. But I, I want to say, because you touched about that, because I'm a fan. Like, dude, like I have a podcast. I do all these things, and people follow me for whatever reasons. <laughs> I don't know why. But, like, I, you, like, like for me, like, I gain a, a fondness to a lot of players. Most of them who reach out to you and, like, they, they talk to you. Like, Preston Smith, I went bowling with him. I, I talked to him a little bit uh, through DM on Instagram. He's a good dude. Like I, I love me some Preston Smith. Like I supported him. Like if, if he would have went elsewhere, I would have supported him. Ha ha. Clint Dix, another guy who yep. I, I, I've like, dude, and, and I don't like, like I, I've, 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 I've actually had people on my show. And when they talk about Preston Smith, possibly getting released, like, you know, like weeks ago, I just cut him off. Like, no, we're not talking about that. We don't talk about that <laughs> on this show. <laughs> we just don't. Like, I, 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 I like these guys. I wish the best for them. I want them to be on my team. The same thing, like, with with uh, Jamal Williams, I, I don't have a great relationship. Not, you know, I mean, I, I've talked with him a few times through DM or whatever. But, like, uh, he, he knows who I am. Whatever. No big deal. But <laughs> no, but uh, I joke, but, like, I, I think he's a good dude. He's Packer people. He's a good guy. Yep. He he's, he works hard. He does his thing for his team. Does all the dance things. He's entertaining. But I think he's a good teammate. Like, everyone loves him in the locker room. Everyone loves him as, as far as the fans go. Uh, I, I wish he was a Packer next year. I just don't see it. And not because he's not all those things I just said, but just because the money doesn't say it and – they have uh, Aaron Jones now. They got A.J. Dillon. Number three guy, Jamal Williams, it, it just it, it just doesn't sync up. They're probably going to draft a guy later in the rounds. I don't know. I'm not like a draft guru. But they're going to get a guy lesser than Jamal Williams. And 
I think Jamal Williams deserves maybe he, maybe he's a number one guy somewhere. I, I I think that Jamal Williams has all the things to be a great running back. I think he is a great. I think last year, like he showed it when he had those few opportunities to like be that guy, like 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 he did it. So everyone loves Jamal Williams, dude. Everyone's rooting for him. I don't care where he goes. Like I am going to root for him, and it would be nice if it was a package. But they have so many holes, like like you mentioned, they have so many spots. They have it. It it's just not looking like it's gonna happen. But all love the. Oh, love to Jamal Williams. He, he did your show like all like was that most of all, the season? All season, and then our last show was right before. Uh, I think it was right before they beat the Rams in the playoffs. So our last show was that Tuesday, right before they beat the Rams. We had him, we had Aaron Jones, and we had AJ Dillon all together. And I would like to let all three of yeah. those guys know that Jimmy and I did beat you at trivia. So just throwing. <laughs> I actually just throwing watched that, that show live, and actually on one of your shows. I commented and Jamal Williams actually acknowledged me. I was like, Oh, sweet. <laughs> yeah, no, he's, he's good people. He was great. He really enjoyed it. It was interesting to like, he describes himself as a extroverted introvert. So like he really doesn't like all the spotlight and attention on him, which is strange. Cause you look at his personality dude who's dancing before kickoffs and just all the different stuff that he does, but he really isn't somebody that's a me guy. He doesn't, he doesn't want the camera in his face all the time kind of thing, but he really got, to enjoy that show by the time the season ended the point where I think if he saw me in the street, he would recognize me and like call me his friend. So that was kind of a cool <laughs> thing too. You know, it, it definitely is cool. So, uh, yeah, so we're gonna, yeah, like it, it, he's awesome. Like, and your show is awesome. So everyone who, who doesn't know game of Wisconsin had a show last season, Jamal Williams. They had, like you mentioned, they had AJ Dillon, they had Aaron Jones, like, in the finale or whatever it was. And uh, such a great show. Like during the whole season, he was always, he was always holding. What is this dog or is this cat? I forget what it was. Yeah. Remy, the dog. Yeah. It was a dog. And he was always petted like an evil villain. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Uh, I think it was. So we had a segment on NFL network that got caught and Sean O'Hara said that he looked like Dr. Evil holding his dog like that. Yeah. kind of cool with the Austin Powers connection that kind of came through the gold zone portion of this season too. Yeah, it definitely was. So we'll, we'll take calls here in a minute. So any, anybody who wants to call in, get ready, get your phones ready and, and, and we'll take some questions or whatever, but keep it clean. People, we are a sponsored show. Give a big shout out to, to quick trip. Everyone who, uh, everyone knows what quick trip is, right? See you next time. All right. So shout out to quick trip sponsoring the show, but, uh, so what other moves do you see the Packers make? Like they've been making a lot of restructure moves. Uh, I think I talked about earlier, Sidarius Smith possibly getting extended. I'm sure you heard about that too. I don't know if that's verified or whatever. I'm not, I'm not breaking news here. I'm just, I'm just saying what I heard from people who, who do break news, but I, I, I heard that is a possible uh, thing that might happen, but do, do you think the Packers will have any money to like make any moves? Uh, this off season. Oh yeah. Yeah. I think that, you know, Brian Gutekunst has talked about a lot of stuff in his time as a general manager and he's very transparent, you know, and he said they were going to be aggressive one year. They signed four free agents. All four of those guys are still on the team. He said last year they were going to look at a quarterback. They drafted Jordan love, as you famously know this year, he said they were going to look at borrowing from future caps to take a chance to win. Now. I don't think that just meant they were signing Aaron Jones. I think they're going to look to add guys. So you mentioned Z. I think Devontae Adams is an extension candidate. Aaron Rodgers is a restructure candidate. Maybe an extension depends on what that looks like. But I think those are guys that could. And they still have some guys like that they could release to create some cap space. And I'm not going to throw those names out here necessarily just because I don't want to root for guys to get fired. But there are moves that they can make that way to subtract from their team so they can potentially add some guys. You know, I think that they're the one name that they've been linked to since last summer that I'll speculate with you on here is Will Fuller, the receiver from the Houston Texans. He was a guy that they supposedly tried to trade for last summer and then was connected to him at the deadline. Didn't end up getting that done. Now he's a free agent. How much he's going to cost his markets probably a little bit lower than what it would be because he's coming off, coming off of a performance enhancing drug suspension. And I think that's a potentially really good move for the offense because you talk about a top three receivers of 
Adams, Fuller, and MVS and or Lazard, I think that just puts MVS and Lazard in positions to where they can be more successful to where they don't have to be relied upon to be that second guy, which maybe they're not quite ready for at this stage of their careers. Yeah, and then that that one thing about like people talking about free agents and like, you know, the Packers gotta get someone to help Aaron Rodgers this and that. So if they would have let Aaron Jones walk, right? Like they they didn't re-sign him. And then they signed someone because Aaron Jones was like the top free agent in the if they if he didn't get re-signed, Aaron Jones would have been the top free agent, I think, in the league. So like if Aaron Jones was like a little bit less my point is, all right, I'm a little bit buzzed up here, Jacob. I ain't going to lie to you. But if the Packers would have signed a guy off another team that had Aaron Jones potential and the Aaron Jones mystique and, like, everyone's talking about like that, everyone would have been thrilled. Everyone would have been stoked. But because it was their own player, I think I think you almost have to count Aaron Jones as a free agent get because, like, he was gone. Like, I, like I had him gone. Like, <laughs> and not because I, I I didn't think that he was good and he wasn't all these things. I just think that, that, that they could figure it out with the salary cap room, the salary cap situation. First of all, I don't understand it. Like, I'm not that smart. <laughs> so, like, but when they got him today, like, I was watching, like, some depressing show with my wife. And then also I look at my phone and people are texting me, like, hey, Aaron Jones, isn't that? And I was like, oh, shit, I got to go. I got to kind of make a post about this. But, like, so I, I think if he was on another team and the Packers got him, people would have been thrilled. So I think you almost have to look at him as a big free agent get because he was as good as gone. And a lot of people, smarter people than me, thought he was gone. All right, because I'm not that smart. But, like, like I, I, I think Fuller is a really good guy that you mentioned, especially with him with the situation last year with the uh, whatever the I trade don't know deadline. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the trade that then went on, and then then he p- failed a drug test or whatever it was. It was mm-hmm. uh, I forget. It wasn't drugs, but it was whatever. PEDs. So yeah, it yeah, was yeah. PEDs, drugs, but not they're, like drug drugs. Yeah, yeah. It wasn't over here sniffing cro- cocaine or nothing. But like, yeah, yeah. He the, the PEDs thing situation popped up. So I think I think that he could be on the cheap. I think he'd be a good. Obviously, the Packers wanted him before. I think he's a he he would be a good pickup. But I don't think the Packers are going to make some monster deal. What about Richard Sherman? A lot of people are talking about, about Richard Sherman. Ooh. What are your thoughts on that? Would he be cheap I my, enough? I don't think he'll be cheap. Uh, Richard Sherman's one of those dudes that you have to pay him because of what his name is. Like Richard yeah. Sherman's not going to play for one year, $5 million. And, and I think he's his own agent. <laughs> I believe if that is still the case, then yeah, that may very well be true. I know Peter Bukowski, my guy over at Lockdown Packers, is all in on that idea. Um, I am skeptical. He played five games last season older aging player, but from the standpoint of if he's what he was two seasons ago in San Francisco with what the Packers are trying to do on defense, that's kind of the perfect addition. The problem is I've hated Richard Sherman for almost 10 years (laughs) at this point. So I'm sure I could find a way to try and root for him. Uh, But I, I don't know. I know that he's obviously got a lot of respect for Aaron Rodgers. He talks a lot of smack, which you probably hate it if he's not on your team. You yeah, hate but, it if he's not on your team, but you love it if he's on your team, right? Like we would hate Jair Alexander if he played for the Bears. But he plays <laughs> for us, so he's awesome. Yeah, uh, that is so literal. That that's what it is. So I don't know. I mean, I'm like I said, I'll talk myself into it. I'm like you mentioned. I'm a fan first and foremost. Uh, that's that's the biggest thing to me. That's why, I like the Aaron Jones thing, when everybody's like, "Oh, don't ever pay a running back." Like at the end of the day. Aaron Jones is a really good player, and I'm not going to be upset that they kept a really good player. Yeah, I was never like, I was never like, don't sign him. I was always like, I don't think they will sign him. And not because I didn't think they wanted him. I just think they didn't think that they can make it work. You know what I mean? It's like trying to pay your your water bill when when you got all these other things happening. You got to pick one. You know what I mean? But uh, I think this is a really good comment here. We I've been talking about this lately. Uh, Casey Hayward. So I'll 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 tell you my thoughts on this real quick. I actually don't know like as a player like he was released or whatever. Obviously, I think he's probably still good. He was very good after that the Packers. But would he want to come back to the Packers? I know it's a whole different front office. I know that's totally different guys. Kind of. Yeah, but like he he had feelings about leaving the Packers. Like Casey Hayward had feelings. Like he mentioned it. Uh, more than a few times, I think he he signed a new deal with, uh, with LA, 
And uh, I forget who he signed a deal with. I think was he just with LA? It was or? just the Chargers, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, but he mentioned it more than a couple times where he was like, they told him mid season, we're not going to resign you. I guess I from what I heard. So I think he had feelings about that. So I don't know. Obviously, he's going to have more options if if the Packers do pursue him. They're not going to be the only team. He's not like some bum that no one's going to try. And he's like, well, I guess this is what I got. There are going to be other teams probably offering a similar type of money, maybe a little bit more because the Packers don't have a ton of money. So even if the Packers did offer him money, I don't know that he would want to. Like, I think that just has a sour taste in his mouth because I, I think the players probably take things personal. I would. Like, like he felt – I think I, – I actually do think it helped him, though. I think Casey mm-hmm. Hayward – had a better time in LA because how the disrespect he felt with Green Bay might have put a little chip on his shoulder if that's a real thing. And they uh helped him with his career. But like I think if he has other offers, he'd probably rather not come back to Green Bay. No, I'm with you. And I I read those same quotes you did. It was something like he said, like they think I'm a shitty player. I'm happy to be here and not there. Like, I mean, you can a player can say I'm just happy to be here. Like I'm happy to be where I'm at, but he said, I'm happy to be here and not there. And you said a different front office, but like Goody and ball were here when, when Casey Hayward was allowed to leave. So yes, it was Ted Thompson calling the shots, but those are kind of some of the same guys I'm with you. I think that green Bay might target him. I just don't know if Hayward will want to come back here. I mean, granted money and the chance to win and all that stuff. Like, People yeah, can change it, it might. Yeah, it might defer them a little bit, but like I, I wouldn't be very super hopeful if you're a fan to say he's going to come back here. No, no, I would say we just talked about Richard Sherman. I think Richard Sherman is more likely to come to Green Bay than I don't think either is likely to come to Green Bay, but I think Sherman's more likely than Hayward. All right. So hey, do you guys want to have your say and talk to me and uh old Jacob Westendorf over here from Game on Wisconsin? I'm going to turn the phone lines on here. So uh. So let's talk about this real quick while we wait because I don't want to have a big delay here. People talk about the pack needed to draft a a wide receiver, right? A lot of people were mad because Aaron Jones got re-signed because they're like, well, now we can't draft a wide or we can't sign a wide receiver, rather. But I'm like, would you rather have Aaron Jones or sign some average-ass wide receiver? Because that's what, what the Packers aren't signing, like, Ocho Senko in his primer, Tio in his primer. I don't even think I don't even know what wide receiver out there besides who we talked about just a couple minutes ago, but I forget his name because I've been drinking. Will Fuller. But, yeah, yeah, Will Fuller. So like, I think that is probably the guy that we could possibly get and probably still get. But like, there's no like, you know, top notch like All Pro like Pro Bowl Hall of Fame wide receiver out there that we just missed out on. Like, like. If, if, if the Packers didn't sign Aaron Jones, so now they can just sign a, a wide receiver, they're not getting, like, you know, Randy Moss. Like, he's not out there. Like, he's – but I think a lot of fans think that. Like, like I, Aaron Rodgers won the MVP last season with MVS, Devontae Adams, Lazard. I think Lazard's going to be better next year. Lazard's going to be I, – I love me some Lazard. I love MVS. MVS next year could drop – zero balls he could drop three balls he could drop whatever Devonte adams dropped this year i don't even know but like you know the, 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 he he could just stop but mvs didn't drop like a record i think a, that's a misconception mvs doesn't drop like record setting balls it's just a conception so whenever he drops it people know it They're like all right some bitch dropped that ball but i i think that this wide receiver group Got Aaron Rodgers MVP. Well, Aaron Rodgers got him the MVP, but these guys were the guys that were catching the balls. So, like, I don't think you need to to go out and get a free agent that's, you know, pick up the pace. I, I, it, it'd be nice if they did. Maybe draft a guy. I don't know. I don't. I don't know much about the draft. I don't even know who's out there. I don't watch the draft. But we're gonna turn these uh, phone calls on. But what do you think about this wide receiver group? While I get this thing going. Sure. And the question you're saying is, I don't think it's one or the other. Like, I think if you watch what Brian Gutekunst has done now, that doesn't mean they're going to, you know, sign Kenny Galladay or a big, you know, top of the market type of free agent. Like sometimes it's bargain bin hunting. And sometimes it's guys like Devin Funches, who they signed last year, who will be back at least in camp this year, but they always have a veteran 
in a position that they need to where they don't feel like they quote unquote have to draft somebody high at that position. And that's exactly what happened at receiver last year. They said they liked the guys they have. They had Funchess. They didn't know if Funchess was going to opt out at the time. And they were like, okay, we'll just roll with these guys. Then if we can't get the dudes that we think are studs, and that's a good way of doing organizational stuff, which is a totally technical term is you don't box yourself in. And that was kind of the problem that the Packers had towards the end of Ted Thompson's tenure was that Ted Thompson didn't sign free agents, almost famously didn't sign. Oh free yeah. Agents. Like you he like went out of his way. Was, right. <laughs> like so they was had, like, no. Right. So they had to draft Nick Perry when they did instead of, or they had to draft Dayton Jones instead of Deandre Hopkins, which is pretty famously put out. Like, it gives the Packers a chance to truly draft the best player available. And I don't think that's a problem. And like I said, everybody's saying they would rather have one or the other. My question is why not both? And I think they yeah. really can do both. And they found ways to do a bunch of stuff. We said they were never going to be able to do. And now they have Brian Gutekunst and Russ ball. They know what they're doing. Yeah. They know what's going on and they're not just going to say, okay, that's Jones. We're done and we're just going to move on and look at, you know, no corners opposite Alexander, no defensive linemen, no potential upgrades at receiver, yada, yada, yada. They will have the ability to do what they want to do. But I think everybody thinks because they play Madden and I do the same thing. I turn the salary cap off and I, and I sign everybody. I resign everybody, you know, whatever. My team is loaded all the time when I'm playing Madden. But that's not how football works. So can we get out of the way right here, Matt? I don't know if you're on this side of things. The Packers are not. Look at me. They are not trading for Odell Beckham Jr. Odell Beckham's <laughs> not available, and the Packers are not going to trade what it takes to get him, what it would take who, to get him if he who, were available. Who was that? Was it, was that Aaron Nagler talking about that? Uh, it, was, it didn't, like, come from him. It was I saw it initially from Nick yeah, Wright there was a lot of on Fox No, he Sport. wasn't saying, first of all, for the record, I'm not saying to Aaron, he said, I'd like it. Is it going to happen? No. Because right. obviously you could say trade for everybody. You know what I mean? Aaron Eggler right. knows his stuff. He wasn't saying it's going to happen. He was saying, would I like it? Absolutely. Because I would like it. I don't even know what he's got left or whatever, but it's not going to happen. Like, it's not like, I, I, I don't even know if it probably shouldn't happen. But if I was playing Madden, eh, I might go for a yeah, you know I, I wouldn't it, but, like that in real life, but that's beside. I mean, honestly, it's beside the point. He's not. It's it's simple to say trade for this guy. It's also different oh, yeah, if the player is available. Well, or not. that that is the thing because I, I obviously we're, we're joking about OBJ, but like I got people like on Facebook who are like, we okay now we signed Aaron Jones. Now we got to get Lindsley. We got to uh, re-sign Tunyon. We which, which is probably going to happen. But the, they just start listing off people. Trade. We got Richard Sherman. We got like this and that. It's like, yo, bro, this isn't Madden. Because like on Madden, I never turned uh, the cap off. But like by year three, I just quit because I I, I screwed it off. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I left the cap on, but by year three, I just quit. I was like, uh, what am I going to cut Rogers now? Like I I done screwed it up. But anyways. Let's take some calls. What do people want to talk about? All right. Let's not get crazy here, people. We're going to take some calls. Here we go. Call in 877-672-6243, 877-6-RAMAGE. But be nice. First of all, watch your language. This is a sponsored show. All right. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, give us a call in here. We'll talk about whatever you want to talk about. You want to talk about Aaron Jones. You want to talk about possibility of getting Jamal Wins back. It's probably not likely, but if you want to talk about that, we can. Uh, <laughs> look at some of these comments. Yeah, I don't even know what this, some of this stuff means. We need no poison in our locker room. And I get, I, I get what he's saying here. We need no poison in our locker room. A lot of people think that uh, OBJ is a bad uh, locker room. I, I don't believe that, but I still don't. Is it saying missed call? I don't know why it would be a missed call. Well, I'll take we, that point for you is I don't know if he is, but I don't know that he's not either. And I do know oh, that yeah, the Packers I, I just, very much value the locker room stuff. That's why you mentioned like Zadarius earlier and then Preston Smith's your guy. So, you know, this Preston and Z are best friends. I think they weighed that maybe more heavily than some front offices would when they were trying to get him to stay in Green Bay and that. Hey, you guys are best friends. You're great in the locker room. We still think you can play. And I still think Preston Smith could have a good season next year. I, well, I mean, I, I don't know so if he'll too. ever be as good as he was in 2019, but can he be an eight sack, 25 pressure type of player? Sure. I think, and I think that this, they basically, the way they did it was 
his new contract has it set to where the savings, they got the savings they would have gotten, or at least most of it, and were able to keep him. And at a position where rookie edge rushers, typically not very good or not very productive, I should say, maybe not, not very good. Like if you look at Rashawn Gary, who barely played his first season and after a second season, I don't know how you feel about him, Matt, but we're all really excited about him going into oh, his yeah. third season. So that's, that's the way I think they looked at it was we need at least three of those guys. And if they let Preston go, then you're looking at one rolled ankle from starting Randy Ramsey. No disrespect to Randy Ramsey, but he's never done anything big in the NFL yet. All right. So we, we got a caller here. Cool. Are you on? Hang on a second. What is up? What's your name? Where are you from? Hello? Hello? Hey, what's nah, up? Ah, there we go. You still there? I think he I think he bounced. What is up? What's your name? Where are you from? Hello? I don't think people we are want to struggling. talk to me. I don't think people want to talk to me. Hang on, we, we, we got more people. His phone's lighting up. What's your name? Where are you from? Yeah, how's it going, man? I'm good, my man. What do you want to talk about today? Hey, brother. Well, I'm really excited about this resigning of Eric Jones. Yeah? Yeah, but I see a lot of people talking smack on all the Packers' uh, social media pages. They're like, you don't pay a running back. And what I want to say to those guys is, I mean, like, have you seen this guy play? Like, he takes over a game sometimes. I mean, he just he glides through the defense. Like, his balance, his vision is just, like, second to none. Like, why wouldn't you want that on your team? Hey, dude, I, I, I'm with you on that. And – I appreciate your call, my man. Thanks for calling in. Uh, me and uh, Jacob will talk about that on the show here. All right, so, like, I, I want to talk about that real quick because I, I, I posted a video about that on Instagram about the Aaron Jones is more than just running back. Like, he can catch him. He can, like, I, I posted a video about him like just catching what is, like, a 20, 30-yard pass in the end zone. Like, he, he's more, you put him on the slot, you put him, uh, you know, uh, put him in motion. You get him in a bad matchup. Like, dude, Aaron Jones can do it. Like, so I, I, I think I get why people are, would say like, well, the money, this and that. But like, he's almost like a extra wide receiver. He's a he's a playmaker. And everyone talks about Aaron Rodgers not having playmakers. Well, like you were gonna let one go, and then w what do you want in return for that? You want him to sign like an average wide receiver? Like, no, like, if, if you have the ability to keep Aaron Jones, you keep him. He's a running back. He can do all types of things. He can catch passes. He, he can do all the things. Yeah, and ultimately, like I mentioned earlier, is it going to cost you Devontae Adams? No, we just talked about that. Is it going to cost you Jair Alexander? No. So I don't know what it's going to cost him. It might cost him something at some point. Gutekunst always says it always comes down to choices. Well, I don't know who they were weighing those decisions between. <laughs> but, again, those guys are smarter than I am. And on the field, on the field, forget all the financials and everything like that. Is there a more perfect pairing than the skill set of AJ Dillon and the skill set of Aaron Jones? Yeah, it's good. Hang on. We got another call coming in. Let's take this thing. What is up? What's your name? Where are you from? Oh, this is Brandon from Alaska. I was just trying to see Holy shit. Um, what is that one position that you guys think that the Packers should address in free agency that you think Gutekus will do? All right, hey, shout out to Alaska, bro, calling over here. Dude, Yeah. what's it like in Alaska real quick? While I got you in line, what's the weather like over there? All right now it's warming up. It's about 30, no, it's like 14 degrees right now, so it's warming up. All right, 14 degrees. It was like 50-something the other day here in Wisconsin, which I think is pretty cold. Not not 50-something, but like normally it's it's cold. So it was like we, we got like a day of summer coming in this thing, and then it went away real quick. But like, yeah, dude, shout out to Alaska, bro. I want to come visit you someday. Yeah, come visit me. <laughs> so I forget what he said, but I, I think he said about – Position still, to address in free agency. Oh, yeah, yeah. Position to address in free agency. I got you. Hey, we'll talk about that. Hey, I appreciate your call. Shout out to Alaska, and, th and thanks for watching, my man. 
But uh, so positions to address in in free agency. So, like, corner, like would yep. would, would probably be my thing. Like, however they want to do it. Maybe they want to do it in the draft instead. I don't know how they're gonna do it, but like, uh, they obviously need someone opposite of Jair. I always say his name wrong when I'm drunk, but I think I said it right there. So I don't know why. I, I think you got it. it. I think I nailed it. But uh, I th- they definitely need because people are like, well, no one just throws over there. Well, yeah, because he's that damn good. We need someone on the other side that is at least capable of uh, being good. So, like, they almost have to throw over there once in a while. Because they already talked about the intercept. He doesn't have any intercept. Yeah, because no one throws to him because he's just so dominant. He's the best corner in the league. And if he's not, I don't care where you put him. He's, he's top three. I don't know where how you rank the people or whatever. But for me, he's number one. But I'm biased as hell. But, like, obviously he's fantastic. So, like, if, if it's free agency, if it's draft, however you do it, I think corner is a really important spot that they have to go after. What are you thinking there, Jacob? Yeah, I'm with you on that. I think that there's obviously there's just not a lot of bodies in that room either. If Kevin King's going to walk, then they've got Josh Jackson and Kadar Holman, both eh, iffy at best at this point. I think that position is defensive lineman. Uh, there's not a whole lot of bodies there either. And I think the Packers could certainly look to upgrade there. That's a position, again, like I mentioned, as far as draft picks, it's very rare that a defensive lineman comes in right away and is good. You know, Kenny Clark was average his rookie season, and that was like a godsend because that just doesn't happen all that often. So I think if you can build your free age or your defensive line through free age, at least to some degree through free agency, bringing in guys like that. At least get depth. Right. A guy or two. And then, you know, if you sign a starter, maybe that's Kwan short, maybe that's Dalvin Tomlinson. Maybe that's some guy I haven't even mentioned, but there are guys out there, even if it's just rotational guys, because if you have one great player like Kenny Clark, you want to count on taking a step from Kingsley Kiki, who certainly showed some things last year before, finishing the season with a concussion, then Dean Lowry's still around. He's just a guy. And then they've got some practice squad type players on their team. They need somebody there uh, in terms of just bodies to be around to rotate those guys in and out. Cause I would like to see Kenny Clark play fewer snaps as weird as that sounds just to keep him fresh, especially for, you know, passing downs. Oh yeah. I, I, yeah. I, I think that the, I, I, first of all, I think Preston is Preston Smith is going to ball Next season, all right. Uh, I, I I think I think I think he's gonna have a great year. He had a great 2019 season. 2020, I, I it was a little off. Or I, I I love it because I don't like saying it, but he was a little off. But like he came on strong at at the end of the season. Obviously, Rashawn Gary came on strong last year. But like everyone who was talking about, like I'll, I'll say this real quick. Everyone who was talking about cut Preston Smith, you know, before he did the deal. They're like, cut Preston Smith. Rashawn Gary's a man. These are the same people who said Rashawn Gary was a bust and that there was a wasted pick and they should cut him and all. The, uh, maybe not cut him because he was young. He was a rookie. But they were like saying he was done. He's a bust and all these things. Now the, these these are the same people who are saying how great he is. I'm not saying that I knew he was going to be great from the beginning because I didn't know. But I was like, I, I never say a guy is trash in his first year. I don't. Jordan Love, you never saw him play. I would never say anything bad about him because I don't know. I don't. I'm not there at practice. I'm not sitting next to Lafleur. He never no invited kidding. me. <laughs> he never should, invited though. me. You know, he should. He should probably invite me and, and give me. Let me give him my two cents. <laughs> I'm sure. He'd be he'd like, love what do that. you think? I'm like, I don't know. You guys have a Coke machine here. <laughs> <laughs> you guys. <laughs> you guys got some Doritos. Some Doritos. I don't know anything, dude. I'm not a scout. Anyways, anyone else want to call in? I don't know if anyone else wants to call in. I don't know. But, like, dude, that's just, uh, I don't know. I, I'm not an expert, dude. I, I'm not a, but let me ask you this. Let me ask you this real quick. About Jordan Love, all right? So, uh, uh, what's his name? <laughs> the, the, the old... Tim Boyle. All right, I don't know how I forget mm-hmm. his name. I don't mean that Tim Boyle disrespect. All right, I'm a little buzzed up. All right, that has nothing to do with Tim Boyle was on my show this year. All right, Tim Boyle. I love Tim Boyle. You know, everyone. Andy Herman, big Tim Boyle guy. I don't know how you feel about it. I think everyone loves Tim Boyle. He's great at kneeling the ball down. I think he'll do great wherever he goes, and he'll, he'll get us. Hopefully, he gets a shot. I think he'll do some things. I think he's better than some of the 
number one quarterbacks in the league today. I think if you give him a shot, he might do some things. I, I love me some Timmy Boyle, but uh, with with him moving on, Jordan Love is Jordan Love time at number two unless something happens, which it's not. People people on Facebook were arguing with me because I said uh, Jordan Love's number two now. They're like, oh, you don't know that. I'm like, I do. They, they moved up in the draft last year to get him. They're not going to, like, what are they going to get a free agent? They're going to go get Alex Smith? Like, what do you think is going to happen? Like, Jordan Love is the guy at number two next year. Yep. That's their plan. They didn't plan on him playing last year. They didn't plan on him suiting up. They, they they did what they planned to do. So what are your feelings on Jordan Love? Are you confident? I, I wouldn't say confident because how do you know? I, no one's seen him except for the coaches. But, like, I have faith that the coaches know. Anyways, I'll let you talk. What are your thoughts on the whole Jordan Love situation? Yeah, I mean, I do a little bit more. Uh, you said you don't even watch the draft at all. So, I mean. <laughs> I watch it. I just don't know anything about it. Like, sure. when, okay. when when guys get drafted, I'm like, that name seems cool. You know, sure. I don't know. I didn't research. I don't know. Yeah, I'm. Uh, I do a little bit. Uh, I wouldn't call myself. I'm not on the level of the guys like Matt Miller or Daniel Jeremiah or the guys like that. Certainly not. But the the research I did last year, I, I didn't grade him, if you will, very highly, uh, and that's just because I had some issues with his general skill set. But you know, based on the things I've read, you know, Tyler Dunn had a really good article on him. Uh, Joe Arrigo had a really good article on him. Just some stuff that you know, Gutekunst and some of the things that you read as far as Teeley's they think he can be like Patrick Mahomes or yeah, they think know, that somebody his like ceiling, that. His ceiling is really high. It is. And, and it is. And that's the problem though, is, you know, those boomer bust prospects for every guy like Josh Allen and Patrick Mahomes, who's that way. There's a hundred guys that, that don't work out that way. You know, Kyle Bowler is somebody who comes to mind, a boomer bust kind of prospect. Yeah. And when they bust, they bust hard. It's bad. But wasn't, and, uh, wasn't, uh, who, who did you just mention? Uh, Josh Allen. No, no, no. Before Mahomes. That, after that. Uh, Mahomes. Bowler. Bowler. Bowler, yeah. Wasn't he from Cal? Yeah. Because the, I think that that was the guy a lot of people compared Aaron Rodgers to. Because they said Aaron Rodgers came from a school that no one's ever came from and been great. I think I think back in the day they were talking about that. Not because they're the same style, but the same school. Oh, and they then, do that all the time. We call oh, yeah, that like, scout. No one from this school has been anything. And then Aaron Rodgers, I, I, I think, did it. But, like, yeah, like, I don't know. Like, I, Alex Strofe was a big uh, – he, he predicted uh, Jordan Lover. He wanted mm -hmm. Jordan Love. Like, I didn't know. when I was sleeping on my couch when the draft was on. And my wife said, hey – I mean, I wasn't sleeping. I was watching the draft, and I fell asleep. All right? So my wife woke me up. She's like, hey, the Packers are going to be up pretty quick. So I was like, oh, groggy. Like, oh, okay, we got to see. What, what wide receiver are they picking? <laughs> you know, I was like, <laughs> and then they're like, quarterback Jordan Love. I was like, who is that? Right. Like, I didn't know because I'm not a draft guy. I'm not, I'm not a college guy. I don't, and that's why I said, I was like, people are like, what do you think about that? Like, it doesn't matter what I think because I don't know anything. It's like you having a breakdown on the side of the highway and I walk along and like, what do you think it is? It doesn't matter what I think it is because I have no expertise in that. Like, I, it doesn't matter because I'm an idiot. So like, but like Alex Shroff, which I, his opinion doesn't mean a lot to me either. <laughs> My guy, I love him. I think he's really good at what he does. We talks about, but like, I'm not like banking the future to pack it on what Alex thinks. <laughs> Let's say no. I love him. He's a great co-host. He's a great, great at talking wherever he talks. Game on Wisconsin and Packaday podcast. All these things. He's really good. But I'm gonna trust the Packers. I'm just gonna trust the Packers. What they see in practice, I they're gonna decide. Because everyone's like, well, you can't let them on a the field without ever seeing them. Like, no, we we haven't seen, but they have. They have right. practice that no one sees. Like, they're not just like you go home and. We'll just bring you in when we need you. You know what I mean? They're practicing. They're just, same thing with Aaron Rodgers. We didn't see a lot of Aaron Rodgers. We we had preseason games back then. We didn't have one last year. Uh, obviously, Favre went down a few times. He played in the Cowboys game. Gave him a lot of excitement and all those things. But well, that like, was us. Uh, Did you hear the uh, story? Andrew Brandt told a story on Locked On Today about like Rogers's first practice, I guess he rolled to the right and he just threw a seed down the seam 
hit his receiver in stride like it was nothing. And Brant said he looked across the field at Ted Thompson and they just kind of locked eyes like, okay, we're good. Yeah. Like just so I, that was I, a great I, story. Yeah, I, I actually didn't see that. But like I, I've heard other stories like that. Where even Favre, I think when he got so mad, like, I love Brett Favre, or I I still do, but I did and I didn't for a little bit, but now I do again. But like right. I think everyone in that room on that team knew that Aaron Rodgers was legit. And I like, can't remember know. if it was, I think it was Will Blackman. I asked him once, um, when did you know, or how did you know that Rogers was like that dude? And when he said they switched from first to second team offense and you couldn't tell the difference. So like they yeah. knew they, yeah, it wasn't some knew. just random throw. They knew Rogers was legit when they moved to far. Now everybody points to the fact that they were in the NFC title game and then they went six and 10 the following season, but that six and 10 team lost a bunch of close games and, and, and Rogers, had some injury issues too. Rogers threw 4,000 yards that year. I don't know his touchdown interception ratio. I'm sure it was out of control. I mean, probably wasn't a ton of touchdowns because they lost a lot of games. But I assume his interceptions weren't that weren't that quarterback high, like, wasn't the problem. Let's just oh yeah, we say, can say that. If if you throw four thousand yards, like, I get the, uh, the it's different nowadays because five thousand yards is like that number. But like four thousand yards as a rookie, like you're good. Like I, it's not even saying you're good. I'm saying it's your, you're not bad. You know, no rookie throws four thousand yards and he ends up being nothing. So like I think the point is is like they know, like the team knows. Like if if, if Jordan Love is good, Lafleur is gonna know. Rogers is gonna know. Uh, Alexander is gonna know. Devonte Adams is gonna know. Like they're all gonna know if he's good. We're right. not gonna know because until we see him on the field doing these things. But, like, the players around that around that team, they're going to know, like, if he's good. And, and Favre knew. That's why I think he got a little bit, like, sheltered. And he said it in interviews. I knew. Like, he was that. He was it. Like, right, because if he's Brian Brom where they know right away, well, they knew pretty quickly he wasn't any good. Yeah. That's not a big deal. Something cool about Love, we had Jake Morley and I had Jay Sternberger, and we asked him about Jordan Love. And he was like, he's kind of quiet, keeps to himself, you know, goes about his business. But from a physical standpoint, the talent, everything is all. So you, he's basically said, you could see why they drafted him in the first round. Like everything's there, whether he gets his opportunity in Green Bay or not. I'm skeptical. Had you asked me if the, you know, in a month after the draft is over, at that time, I would have said 100% chance Jordan Love starts for the Packers at some point. Now, now we know Aaron Rodgers is coming off an MVP <laughs> season and they're trying to win a Super Bowl. Yeah. I'm less I would say I'm actually I think it's more likely he doesn't start a game for the Packers than he Well, does. I think I think I think I think that there's a chance he doesn't. I think that everyone's talking about like the restructure of maybe possible extension of Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers might be say, I don't know what he's saying behind closed door. I'm not going to pretend to know or pretend to like speculate. But I think that he probably wants some kind of assurance like hey, yo, I just want MVP. Like I I dude, if if I'm Aaron Rodgers let me just pretend like I'm Aaron Rodgers for a minute, all right? If I'm Aaron Rodgers, I'm saying, hey, I'm not I'm not speculating that, that, that this is what Aaron Rodgers is saying. I'm saying me. I'm an asshole a little bit, all right? So I'm saying, hey, when Brett Favre did his thing, I was quiet. I was good. I handled myself professionally. Everyone talked about NFL Network before I ever took a snap. I was good. And Brett Favre was not so nice all the time. And I was a nice guy. All right, and then I came out and I shined. I won three MVPs, and now you draft a guy, and I won another MVP. Well, it was two, and then it was three. Three total. You get what I'm saying. So I'm saying is like, show me a little bit of love, extend me, maybe trade Jordan Love. I, I I don't know if they would do that, but I'm just saying like, if 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 I was Aaron Rodgers, I'd be a little bit more nonchalant. I'd be a little bit more like ego, a little bit ego, where I'll be like, dude, I I just want a little bit of love to say, hey. I can play another year or two, whatever, three. I, I, I'm I, not done. Brady did it. Brady's like 77 years old. You know, my grandpa's like, I remember when Brady got drafted. <laughs> I was right. 65 years old. You know what I mean? So, like, I, I think Aaron Rodgers has it. I, I'm not I'm not crapping on Jordan Love, but I'm saying if, if I was Aaron Rodgers, I'd want a little bit of love, a little bit of assurance. I'm not saying that's what he wants. I don't know what he wants because I he hasn't called me. <laughs> he hasn't told me but like 
I think I it's that, normal to think that way though. Like any player, like me and my job, I want yeah. to keep my job. Aaron Rodgers is no different. He wants to keep his job. That's where he was drafted. Every player wants to, for the most part, wants to stay where they were drafted. He knows oh, yeah. what, he knows what legacies mean and only playing with one team. And he saw the deal with Favre. And I think this, yeah. if Green Bay and Rodgers are headed for a divorce, I do think it would be a little bit cleaner this time around than it was with Favre. But that's just because Rodgers is frankly handled things well, a little yeah, bit he, better. He's this seen time it. And that's the thing is like, I, I think Rodgers seen it. So I think that he would want to, like he knows he could have a, his name's going to be up. There's not a lot of names up there on that ring at Lambeau Field. There's not yep. a lot of, uh, tr- statues out front, right? You got Curly Lambeau. Air- Brett Favre isn't out there. Aaron Rodgers knows that he could be. He he's gonna be unless he like totally like lights the place on fire. Like he, I, I, if it's me, like I, I want that legacy. Yep. More than a lot of things. So I, I think Rodgers knows. Like I, if I don't totally go Brett Favre and go to the Vikings and all, all those things that, you know, I, I, he's going to be in the ring of honor. He's going to be, he's going to probably have a street named after him. Most likely he will have his jersey retired. Yeah. Not even most likely. Yeah. 12 is going to be retired. All those things, probably maybe a trophy out front, let him win another Super Bowl, And like, like he owns the place. Like he just pulls up in 20 years and says, Hey, I'm staying the night. They're like, all right, we got you here. <laughs> There's right. your room. You know what I mean? So I think he understands that, but at the same time, he, he's got to get shown love. Like you're not just going to devote love to someone who's not showing love back. And I, I, I think they are. So I, I think it'll be good. I just think that I think I, I, I if it was me, I'd want to be shown a little bit of love. You drafted a guy, you drafted my replacement probably a, a year too early. But if that's the guy you think that it, it's going to take, and maybe it takes a couple of years to get ready, but like just just show me something, like give me an extension or whatever it is. It's not even necessarily trade Jordan Love, but maybe it is because you know I I, I don't know. Dude, I'm glad I don't have that decision to make, dude. I'm so and it'll glad. come to that at some point. Like they're not just going to let one of them one of their contracts expire and walk. They'll trade one of those guys. If you ask me right now, I would say it's more likely they trade Jordan love. Not now, but if Aaron plays, you know, and I'm not saying he's going to win the MVP again, but if, but if he plays next year at the level where, you know, MVP caliber, elite caliber or whatever, then, and the Packers win a Super Bowl, finally get over that hump. Then I don't think you can trade the Super Bowl MVP. Like that's just unheard of. Yeah, if the Packers would happen, if Aaron Rodgers has a top three quarterback season next year, let's say the Packers win the Super Bowl, there's no way they're trading no. Aaron Rodgers. Jordan Love, like, yo, like halftime at the Super Bowl, he's like calling his people like, all right, where are we moving to? Because I'm <laughs> like, not playing here, yeah. Yeah, and 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 and, and you can't. And uh, But, like, I'm ready for, like, whatever happens. Like, if Jordan Love's that guy – I'll support him like uh, ten love on the back of the jersey. I, I could wear that, but like, I'm all about Aaron Rodgers. Like, I'll defend Aaron Rodgers to death. Like, he's my family member. Like, I hate all the Aaron Rodgers hate like that he gets. He's my guy. He, even if he does go to another team, like if that happens, I'll, I'll always defend Aaron Rodgers. If he goes to the Vikings, I'll stop defending him just for that little bit of time, like I did Favre. Like, dude, I, I. I I, I won't compare it to, I won't say it out of the air, what I said about Favre. <laughs> like, I, I said a lot of bad things about Brett Favre. And I, I used to defend Brett Favre so hardcore. Like, so hardcore. People would say, like, remember, because Brady was coming up. I'm old, right? You're a little bit younger than me. But Brady was coming up back then. They'd be like, oh, Brady's better than Favre. I'm like, go to hell. Brady is nowhere near the person Favre is. And Favre was, like, on the, obviously on the decline. Brady was on the way up. Like Favre, you know, he had a four and twelve season, but I defended Favre like, like you were disrespecting my mom, you know, <laughs> like I would like right. punch you in the face, and then he went to the Vikings, and I was like, screw that guy, I'm done with him. And people were mad at me, like my friends and like personal people, they were like, how could you do? Because I would make memes and just making fun of Favre. They'd be like, how could you disrespect Favre like that? He plays for the Vikings. Like if my kid played for the Vikings, he's dead to me. <laughs> like that's right. just how. I mean, not really, but you know, I don't know. Your kid's a little different, but I get it. I mean, it's it's the concept of you know that feeling. This is where that fan thing comes in. It's that feeling of yeah, ultimate I'm a betrayal, fan. right? Yeah. And I'm, when I'm, you I'm throw in that, 
and you love that green and yellow jersey more than maybe anything in the world, and you get a a player that comes out and says, I wanted to go to the Vikings to beat the Packers twice, oh, and yeah. I wanted to stick it to them, and I wanted to beat them, and I hate them, and all that stuff that he said when he was gone. I I'm, I was in the same boat. I loved Favre. I didn't care when he played for the Jets, uh, but yeah, as soon as he I, I signed with the Vikings. I didn't care at all when he played. I actually rooted for him. When he went to the Jets, I was happy for him because I wanted Rodgers. And not because I was all knowledgeable and I thought he was going to be great. I just knew that he could have went number one, and he didn't, Mm -hmm. and he followed the else. So, like, he has to be good because why would they have talked about him being number one? Because I didn't know. I didn't. I'm not going to act like, oh, I knew he was going to be great. I just knew that he could have been number one, and he fell to us at 24. I was like, no one's going to say he could have been number one because he's trash. So right. I was like, I, I'm ready for it. And then people were saying good things about him and all those things that came out. But when you play for the Vikings, like to me, you're dead to me. And when he came, when, when he was done, I came around. I was like, all right, you know, Favre, dude, Favre is probably the most loved player in NFL history at his peak. Like when Favre was, whatever, like 2000, 2002, 2003, whatever. Those years, like, no one loved a player more than Packer fans loved Brett Favre. Even NFL fans. Like, the Raiders game after his dad passed mm-hmm. and all those times. Like, didn't, I don't. I, I still don't believe that any player has been more loved at their peak than Brett Favre was. No, think about it. That game you're talking about, he goes into the black hole, maybe the most yeah. famous place for vigilant, just malicious yeah. fans. And they loved it. Like they were just like, there's that famous yeah. picture of that lady that holds the sign that says our hearts are with you, Brett. And yeah, I'm with you. I mean, think about it from this standpoint, from a Packers fan standpoint too, is like, we went so far to when it was obvious that Favre was the reason we lost a playoff game. <laughs> and we're just like, Oh no, 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 that's not it. No, it couldn't have been. <laughs> yeah, we he, were th- just- <laughs> he threw the ball to the other team six times, but that was everyone else's fault. Not him. Yeah. That's like, when you like not for not you and not me, but let, let's just say a guy named Joe over here, his wife is just getting text messages from weird dudes, and he's just like, no, she wouldn't cheat, right? <laughs> You're getting weird text messages, maybe pictures of stuff. <laughs> no, nope, she didn't ask for that. You know what I mean? Because it was like so obvious that Favre was done. Like he threw six picks against the Rams. I mean, but we still loved him, and I. We won a lot of games. With Favre, it was like you win and you lose because of the sling in the arm. Like, he would throw a pass, just throttle in, no inch in between, like, could have been to get a touchdown. The same pass could have been picked four times. And that's what Favre. Everyone loved Favre. But now we're on to Rodgers. Everyone loves Rodgers. But I, I still don't think that Rodgers will, will have that love that Favre had. And not because nope. he's not as good. It's just because that time. That, that time at, at Lambeau Field, at that time in Green Bay history, uh, Brett Favre, not even just Green Bay, but just NFL as a whole, everyone loved that. He was just that Mississippi boy. He just wanted to go cut grass. That's, that, that's what everyone talked about. He likes to cut grass. Like, I, I have grass. I hate cutting it. But Brett Favre loves to cut it. And uh, I think it was a different time, but, like. Yeah. And he resurrected the franchise. That's the, I mean, oh, that's yeah, the yeah. thing we and don't really talk too. about. Yeah, you know, we talk about now how they they never lose. They never have really bad long stretches of losing, but that was the norm until he showed up. And then, you know, nine and seven was something to celebrate. Whereas now, if the team goes nine and seven, we're having conversations about whether or not they're wasting the quarterback. Oh yeah, and I remember this like Favre, like uh, he was like he never lost a game when it was freezing at Lambeau. And then right. they're like, then then he did, and like he never lost a game when it was twenty three degrees at Lambeau. <laughs> like that would just lower the temperature because everyone loved Favre. They're like, we'll just lower it. He never lost at thirty two degrees. He did. He goes Michael Vick back in the day, and then they're like, well, he never lost when it was twenty five degrees. <laughs> and then he did, and then his last game was like the one of the coldest in oh, the history yeah, of the stadium. Seven. Yeah, you seen like. You see the Giants. What was the Giants coach name? Uh, Coughlin. Coughlin. All right. Yeah. Historic coach. His face was like, like he just came out of the woods. As red as that hoodie. <laughs> like, yeah, for real. He was just like, he just came out of the woods after suffering a brutal winter. Like he was just out like, uh, I'm glad you guys found me. Like that, that's how his face was. He was just brutal. Anyways, look at it. See you next time. Quick trip.
Shout out to Quick Trip. But uh, anyways, Jacob, it was, I'm, 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 I'm glad you joined me. All right. All right. So, uh, so yeah, we'll, we'll see what happens. Like with Jordan Love, the whole Aaron Rodgers saga. Like I have no idea. People ask me all the time. What do you think is going to happen? I, I have no idea. If Aaron Rodgers lights it up next year, they have some tough decisions to make. That was the problem with, uh, with, with Aaron Rodgers and Brett Favre back in the day. That's why I say it's not the same because they saw Aaron Rodgers and they thought he was great. And Brett Favre was on his down. You know, he didn't play as well as he did with, when he went to the Vikings or even the Jets. He played well. Like, he probably had a chip on his shoulder and all those things. He, he, he did well. Not that he sucked in Green Bay, but he just wasn't, you know, maybe not the best the best team either, probably surrounding characters. But, like, if they see him practice, Jordan Love is killing it, and they see Aaron Rodgers maybe is not doing so well, which I don't I don't foresee happening because he just won MVP, then it'll be easy decision. I, I don't think it's going to be an easy decision for them. Like, even after, like, next year, they're gonna, I it, think it, it's going to be tough. Here's the thing: is if Aaron plays really well, then that decision gets easier. I oh think. yeah, whereas, actually, actually, you're right because it gets easier because like, well, this is. Whereas if he plays Jordan. like, like he played okay in 2019, his first year with Lafleur, but he wasn't great. I don't think anybody with a a critical eye would say he played great. If he plays like that, then it gets a little harder. But if he plays, you know, 90 percent of what he did last year, even 80 percent, then you know you still have a great quarterback. You just and with Favre, when they traded him, it was like there were signs in several years of really bad, like not just declining play, like really bad play. That 2007 season was a very pleasant surprise kind of thing. Yeah, because that, that's the thing. Dude, Favre in his later years was like ACDC on their last tour. Like, <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> it's like nobody wants to see that. But, like, yeah, you know what I mean? It's like. I love Favre. You know, you say 2007 was like a highlight. It was like a peak. Like 2004, uh, five wasn't good. Like I'm not sure. I don't remember what, what, exactly what six was, but like they had some down years there. And Favre was just beat up, and he was. I remember the the joke when like uh, we were playing the was it the Texans when they had David Carr, not not Derek David, his brother. Yep. And he was like, yeah, the old man, you know, and Eli Manning's first start was against Favre. And I, I'm old, so I remember all this shit. But, like, I remember all those games, and Favre was just, if we were just watching a, a legend, like, dwindle down. And nobody said it, but it was like, we know, like, he's just done, and hopefully we can get it. But 2007, they did. They got Favre. Because Favre was always, like, that guy, like, you can win big. You can lose like a. You can lose the same way, right? And uh, yeah, they'll they'll find out in this coming year like what they got with Jordan, especially with like with COVID hopefully gone. They'll know. Hopefully we have a preseason so we can we the fans can get a glimpse at him too, and but they'll know like what Rogers does this year and what Jordan does in practice, and we'll see like what the hell they got going on over there in, in Lambeau. Yeah, thankfully, the good news here is that the 2021 team, and they haven't drafted anybody yet. They haven't signed any free agents. The 2021 team is loaded, a legitimate Super Bowl contender. So we don't even really have to worry about that for a little while yet. You can just enjoy that. Yeah, they have a chance to win next year's Super Bowl. So I think that's all you can ask for. That's what's gonna happen. So let me ask you this before I get you out of here: Who is the number one? Let's take away the Bucks. All right. I'll ask you who's the number one contender in NFC. Take away the Bucks because obviously you got to put them in number one because they won the Super Bowl and they still got Brady. But like, so who is that number? Uh, who's the next team besides the Packers that the Packers have to have to worry about? I would probably have to say the Rams. You know, a lot of things change from year to year. Obviously, I do like the Cardinals' potential to kind of jump up now that they added Watt. I do like Kyler Murray, but the Rams are a team. They they had the best defense in football last season. They bring all those yeah. guys back. Everything's depending on health, right? But oh yeah, yeah they yeah. get. I you know Matthew Stafford. I'm not his biggest fan, but he is better than Jared Goff. They've added him now. They've got some good weapons. Sean McVay is a good coach. I think that's the team that you're looking at is. Then you know those are your top three, if you will. Tampa Bay, Green Bay, and then L.A. would be the team after that. I don't like anybody from the East. The South is Tampa, <laughs> and a bunch of bunch of other people. And then the West that might be 
The West is the division where you could yeah. tell me any one of those, assuming Seattle keeps Russ, any of those four teams could win that division. And I would be like, oh, that makes sense. Yeah, because uh, the Niners are interesting because they had a lot of injuries last year. So mm-hmm. if they come back healthy, I wouldn't be surprised if they popped up. But like, I think the Rams, because I actually am uh, a little bit of a fan of Stafford. Not wouldn't say a fan because he was playing with the Lions, but like I always thought he was better than 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 the the Lions. Like they never gave him shit. He had Kelvin Johnson there for a minute, but like really nothing else. So I I think Stafford might surprise some people. I think I think he's a very gritty player. I think he's very tough. He's very like the, that play when he just got knocked down. He was all his shoulders dislocated. Came in and slung it for like the touchdown or whatever it was. Uh, two-point conversion. I forget what it was, but like I got respect for Stafford, so mm-hmm. put him on a good team, but I still think the Packers are going to wax everyone next year, you know what I mean? But anyways, I'm going to let you go. Jacob Westendorf from Game on Wisconsin. All right, everyone? Let me put this banner up here so everyone can see it on YouTube. Wherever you're law... Uh, let me look. Here we go. Here we go. It, 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 if, if you're listening on uh, I, iTunes or Spotify, I'm going to put this shit on there. I don't care. You can listen to the audio, but... uh. <laughs> Game on Wisconsin. We we got the host here from Game on Wisconsin, Jacob Westendorf. He had the Jamal Williams show. They they do a lot of good stuff at uh, over there in Game on Wisconsin. They had a lot of different shows. You know what I mean? Even yeah, Alex we got Schultz this we got there. this Ramage guy that comes on our post game show sometimes <laughs> during the season. So yeah, I know. So they're running out of people is what they're saying. <laughs> well, no, I but, mean, you know, you said that. <laughs> you guys do some great stuff so everyone check out game on wisconsin on facebook youtube twitter instagram they're all over the damn place but especially youtube because that's where they put all their live shows mm-hmm. and they they have a lot of great shows a lot of different people uh not just alex some people don't like alex <laughs> i do a, i'll do a show with alex I'm like you need a new co-host so like he's not even a co-host because it, it, it'll, it'll, it'll just be like a random show where alex is just like on Alex is my guy, first of all. So, right. But it's just funny to me. I'm sure if I go to other people's stuff and they're like, this guy sucks. You know, we're all idiots. But I, I love me some Alex show. But hey, anyways, everyone, appreciate y'all tuning in. Game of Wisconsin. Go check them out. They do great stuff. All different types of different people. Some good, not some not so good. I mean, by the not so good, I mean I'm on there once in a while. <laughs> go Pat, go everybody.